you all welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be, and welcome to our presentation for today. This is Hot Tech Tools, Apps, Services for your organization. Again, my name is Steve Yas, and it is an absolute pleasure being with you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day, especially in the holidays, to be here for our presentation and discussion. Now, today's presentation and discussion is going to be looking at the latest and greatest technology, apps, products, tools, and services that I have painstakingly curated for your enjoyment. And hopefully you'll find some stuff today to help make your life easier, a little bit more efficient, and hopefully a little bit more effective. Now, I've broken our presentation up into a whole bunch of different categories, things that I think as a financial professional, as a CPA, whether you're in public or private practice, that I think would be really helpful for earning life and making life a little bit easier for you. We're going to start our discussion today with taking a look at some different time tracking tools. I've got a couple of tools to help with respect to management of uh, your personal time, whether it be your time or even your staff's, as well as including things around managing appointments. Uh, and managing appointments can be a huge burden, especially as we are on the eve of tax season just around the corner. We'll also talk about some methods for managing projects more effectively, as well as methods for communicating with your team using services such as Microsoft Teams and Slack. We're also going to take a look at a variety of different products and services, such as Amazon Web Services for managing your organization's infrastructure, or Stripe for processing credit cards. We'll talk about some different reporting tools that you could use, including services such as Microsoft Power BI, the latest and greatest when it comes to reporting for your organization. We'll also talk about some different ways that you can improve security, whether it be through multi-factor authentication, using a password manager, and frankly, some ways to improve the backup for your organization. You know, unfortunately, backup is something you can never recreate after the fact. So the more effort you can put in front-loading your disaster recovery and business continuity plan, the better. I'll give you some tips and tricks along the way of things that you could do uh, to make your life more effective, productive, more secure, and more efficient. So all that and more in today's presentation. Now, before we get going, I do want to mention just a moment who I am and why I'm the guy with you here today. As Tom mentioned, again, my name is Steve Yass. I am a practitioner. I am a CPA uh, located here in beautiful Big Bear Lake, California. And although I am a CPA, I have actually primarily been focused on software development and technology for most of my life. Uh, building software solutions for a wide variety of organizations, whether they be mobile apps, enterprise solutions, websites, and more. And I spent about half my time teaching and producing content like this through my work with CPE today. If you have any questions on the technology for your organizations, maybe you're looking to build something cool for 2022 or integrate a new solution inside of your organization or build a mobile app to more effectively connect to your, to your customers and your colleagues, give me a ring. I'd be happy to talk about, about it with you. And if I can't help you, hopefully I can at least point you in the right direction. Now, as Tom mentioned, this is a CPE eligible webinar. And for those of you who are practitioners, this is actually technically a self-study course. This is not live credit. And good news, even if you don't get to the end, you still can get free credit for today. And this is a gift to you uh, from our company, CPE Today. And all you have to do after uh, watching our webinar today is just head over to our site and take the quiz. So in a nutshell, to get full credit for today's class, after watching or listening, head over to cpetoday.com and find this course. You can either search for hot tech tools in the search bar, or you can use course code HTTP. Pro tip, there is a link actually at the bottom of the footer that'll take you directly to the course. 
Add that to your shopping cart, and when you go to checkout, use AA free credit to make the course free. Upon uh, Once you receive the class, all you have to do is take a short five-question quiz, and upon completion, you can download your certificate. Additionally, you can also download a copy of our presentation. You can even watch it again if you'd like to miss uh, catch up on something maybe you missed. Our accreditation is through our sister company, K2 Enterprises. Let me quickly show you how to get your credits for today. Head on over to cpetoday.com, okay? And you can just go ahead and search hot tech. This will be the one that pops up here. Okay, hot tech tools, actually, technically, or you could put in HTTP. Go ahead and put this into your cart. And when you go to check out in promo code section right here, put in AA free credit, and that will go ahead and make this course free to you. And just go ahead and check out, and you will get your free credit for today. So pretty efficient, pretty fast. And in addition to your class today and for your credit today as another gift to you, we're going to give you another free course of your choosing. Uh, we do these podcasts here twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. And uh, we're always putting out new technology content, Excel content, you name it. Uh, why don't you go ahead and get another free class on us? Go ahead and pick something else out for yourself. And also at checkout, use one free podcast to receive that credit as well. Alrighty, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into our presentation for today. Again, I just want to point out, if you do have any questions about any of the material or content, I'm here for you. Go ahead and open up that chat section, shoot me a message, let me know what you're interested in today, and I'd be more than happy uh, to address it and show you and, and maybe give you some insight on some of the different products and tools and services that might be uh, helpful. So if there's something you're looking for, let me know. Now, the first product and tool that we're going to talk about today is a tool called Clockify. Uh, now, Clockify is a product that you can use to manage your time for yourself or for any size organization. It's truly an amazing application that is both free and functional. Uh, and it's a tool that you can use to track the time that you've spent on activities, clients, and projects to give you a pretty good sense of how you're spending your day and what you're, in fact, doing. Uh, the reporting outside of this tool is fantastic. The user interface is fantastic. And you can run the whole thing directly in a browser. You can also run it using their desktop app or a mobile app. Now, what makes this product really kind of cool is the fact that it is free. F-R-E-E. -E. It's actually free for unlimited size teams. Uh, and if you're looking for a method to keep track of your organization's time, you know, with taxis and just looming around the corner here, uh, this is a fabulous tool to consider using just because it will work effectively for what your organization needs to do to track time. Now, our company uses it. It is a tracking that time and then we use it at the end of the period to be able to calculate our um both in terms of compensation as well as our billables for our clients and so everybody in our company we have an account here this is roughly what it looks like inside of the screen and you go to your timekeeping there's a couple different views with respect to um with respect to how uh, you can keep your time. So you can either keep it in a list view, which is how I personally do it, where I put in the project, the description of the project and start a timer, or you can put in a flat time. You could also just use it as a normal timesheet. And you could also just base it off your calendar. It maps in both with Office 365 as well as Google. 
And it's just bonehead simple. The reports out of it are beautiful. They work great. They have great uh, visualizations, pie charts, bar charts for showing distribution of time. Uh, and it gives us the exact insight necessary that we need to be able to run our business effectively uh, for our company. And again, we use this for both um, our compensation purposes as well as for our uh, billables for our particular clients. Now, there are some additional paid features you could choose to get. So, for example, they have some additional features around tracking, uh, let's say, uh, billing rates versus labor rates. There's also some additional features around business intelligence and bulk access. Uh, and honestly, they're really, really worth it. But their free forever plan for just basic timekeeping, I think most of you will find to be pretty good. And even their paid plans are very reasonable. If you look at what, what professional time and bill keeping solutions cost, I mean, this is just a no-brainer in terms of why you might want to consider using it. And it's added a lot of benefit to our organization. So check it out if you're looking for something for upcoming tax season to more effectively manage your billables for your company. Now, another solution, and this is going to be of particular importance for anybody who happens to meet with people. Like for myself as a professional, I'm meeting with people all day, every day. I'm meeting with clients. I'm meeting with my staff. I'm meeting with all different types of people uh, for projects, for you name it. And managing when and how to meet can often be really, really difficult. And so I found a tool that I've fallen in love with called Calendly, and it's really simple. Uh, Calendly is a product that integrates with either your Office 365 account or your Google account. And you can also use other services as well, but those are the two primary ones. And it makes it really efficient to be able to schedule meetings. People who can either schedule their meetings on the fly, meaning they can go ahead and uh, schedule whenever they'd like to do it, uh, meet with you. Or you can, for example, provide them with a link with some predetermined times that they can choose to meet um, with you. And so, for example, I'm meeting with a client a little bit later today, and I knew I wanted to uh, meet with him after our, our presentation here today. And so what I ended up doing was I selected just a couple of hours, you know, different choices, so like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and I sent them to him. And instead of just letting them choose whatever they want, I was able to provide a... Um, a more finite uh, experience in terms of what they might end up choosing. So let me go ahead and, and show you this different product so you can kind of get a sense of what you can do with this. So it's Calendly.com. Okay. And so Calendly is your hub for scheduling meetings. Okay. Now, just to get started, you go ahead and you click up here and I'm going to point out, they actually have a free plan. So if you want to just try this service with just the basic plan, guess what? It's free. It's free this month. It's free next month. However, I will point out the, both the essential and the professional offer some really compelling features for practitioners. Uh, the basic plan will get you just one possible calendar. So, for example, you can have one type of meeting, maybe like a tax appointment uh, meeting. You could say it's, you know, 30 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever. But with the paid plans, you get the option to have additional calendar connections. You have the options to create additional meetings, so on and so forth. Uh, and I found that this is a really, really compelling offering. Let me show you what it looks like for myself. So here is my Calendly page, okay? And so if you were to meet with me, I'd often say, you know, hey, Bob, looking forward to meeting with you. How about you go ahead and you pick a uh, time that works for you and then we'll get together and we'll talk. So Bob would come into my Calendly page and he would see that there are a couple of different options. And what I usually tell people is, 
pick the unit of time that you need for our meeting. You know, sometimes it's just a quick chit chat. This is really true with like staff, you know, Hey, I just need to talk with you about a particular project for a few minutes. Great. Choose a 15 minute meeting, or if it's a 30 minute meeting or whatever you choose to use. Most of the time though, most of my meetings are about an hour and let's just go ahead and take a look at this. Now, if you select this 60 minute meeting, the next screen that pops up is going to show you my availability and my schedule. And so in this particular instance, if you were to meet with me today, well, my earliest availability would be over here at four o'clock. Okay. Uh, or it might be four 30. If you were to pick something tomorrow, you could see that I have actually a little bit more availability from eight 30 and spread throughout the day, but you'll notice both the 24th and the 25th, there's nothing as well as the following week, just because we're closed down for the holidays. If you click over here to January though, you know, you'll see there's a lot more availability. And what's nice about this is only going to show you the times that I have available. So I never run into an instance where something will be double booked. Okay. So let's just say we want to meet after the holidays at one o'clock. You can go ahead and confirm that you drop in your name, your email, give me a little brief discussion of what we're supposed to talk about so I can remember. And what this will do is that will automatically send out a iCal invitation to both of us, reserving that time on our calendar and ensuring that we're both able to meet. Uh, this has been fantastic for management of time and for management of my resources. And it's taken a lot of the headache out for, um, or taking a lot of the headache out, uh, with respect, the, uh, with respect to the, uh, uh, with respect to the, um, actual scheduling of this. So it's, it's worked out pretty well. Now, also what I will point out is that it will also create a uh, Zoom meeting room for us and it'll allow us to be able to meet there, which is pretty nifty too. Okay, so pretty cool in terms of what we can do and how it will function. Alrighty, so let's go ahead and take a look at our next resource here, which is going to be Trello. Now Trello is a, a tool that you can use for managing projects. It's one of my absolute favorite products and tools out there because with Trello, it is a way of being able to visually manage the, um, it is a way to be able to visually manage tasks in the sense of both um, boards and within those boards, there's individual cards. Those cards represent a specific task. And with those tasks, uh, you can visually move them around from wherever they're supposed to go. And then from there, you can also assign them to individual people inside of, of, inside of your company. Uh, so with respect to this, what you can end up doing with this is that you can, for example, create a project board and let's say the project board is upcoming tax clients, or it could be, for example, upcoming uh, accounting engagements or something else like that. With respect to that, you can then visually manage where the heck are, are these projects in the context of the different parts of my uh, workflow. And I can get a visual sense of essentially who's working on what, when. Uh, it's really useful with respect to kind of understanding where and how your days are being spent inside of your organizations. And we use this in our company quite regularly to manage projects, to be able to, um, with respect to be able to visually understand essentially where different parts of our uh, company are operating in. And so we could either do, for example, an overview board, which will show us all the different projects inside of our company and where those different standing pieces are. 
Or we could, for example, create an individual project board and that project board might have many different things inside of it. Now, what's really cool about this project, and let's just go ahead and quickly take a look at it. And so you could check this out by going to trello.com. And you could sign up for an account and it's free, which is pretty cool. And the paid version also has some number of really useful products and features that come along with it. But in a nutshell, this is what it looks like. You have swim lanes with it, with this swim lane representing a different status of project. And each status of those projects might be to do, doing, and done. And each of these individual cards represent a specific stage of that particular project, okay? And so inside of this, often, for example, we'll have a big list in our to-do. People will drag over the individual cards for what they're currently working on. And when they're done with something, they drag it over to the done section. And from that done section, we can visually see, hey, this is, in, we're communicating progress here. We're able to visually see essentially what part of this is done. Now it does a whole bunch more than that. It's not just simple things. There's this whole sense of automation. There's this integration with different products and, and tools like Dropbox and Google and Teams and others. And it's just a really great way to be able to visually understand um, how your projects are being done inside your organization. And so there are a number of really kind of cool tools that you could choose to use inside of this and some really kind of compelling uh, features. I have uh, actually got married earlier this year, and we actually use this as a, a way to be able to visually manage our wedding. As an example, I'll give you a quick example of what a wedding planning board might choose to look like. Let's go ahead and come over here. One of the other really cool things about Trello that I like is the fact they've got this great template gallery where you can find and uh, browse other project templates and find something that maybe works well for you. But just to give you a sense, here's the stuff that you'd maybe want to work on 12 months out, 10 to 12 months, 8 to 10, what you're working on currently, so on and so forth. And so if you had a big project, you can essentially get a really good sense of what needs to be done by time period so that you are effectively managing your time as things are needing to be done. So I find this to be a really great tool to use. Now, the next product we're going to consider using is something to provide remote access for our organizations. And the tool that I personally recommend that you use is a tool called Re Real VNC. There are a number of different remote access tools you can consider using. Uh, for example, you know, there is... RDP, Remote Desktop Connection, built right into Windows, uh, which is a fabulous tool and method for being able to communicate. However, without something like a VPN or two-factor authentication in front of it, it can be quite insecure. Uh, there are other tools like TeamViewer or GoToMyPC that are equally good. The reason I like RealVNC is that it's efficient, it's easy, and allows you to easily be able to work from home on your home computer or work, get to your home computer from your work computer or vice versa. It virtually supports every type of computer, there's lots of really good features like multiple monitors, printer support, and more. And it's even free for personal use for up to five devices. It doesn't really require you to make any significant security changes to your computer network. So it's a really good option for being able to connect remote. You can check that out by going to realvnc.com and signing up for a free account. Now, when it comes to communication, you have lots of different options. Now, as a good example, we're here today in our GoToWebinar meeting. However, there are several other tools that can provide access for being able to share screens, chat, communicate, and more. 
And believe it or not, I actually recommend that you have two different tools. I recommend that you have a tool that manages for your team internally in terms of being able to manage for your direct staff. And I also recommend that you have a team, a tool that can be used for external in terms of management of your clients. Uh, meaning you have a tool that you will use to talk with your company internally when you need to just have a, let's say a round table or discussion or a check-in. And you have a separate tool that when you need to talk with folks outside of the company. So if you wanted to have a client meeting for that matter, let's go ahead and talk about external or sorry, internal first. Now, what I really recommend that you consider is that you have some sort of internal conferencing tool. Uh, the two leaders in this market space are going to be Slack and Microsoft Teams. Uh, both are great options. Both have great functionality. Growth have free versions, F-R-E-E, -E, for small teams. Both can scale to thousands of employees. Uh, both have file sharing, collaboration tools. Both allow for video conferencing and more. But I got to be honest, when it comes push comes to shove, it's a no-brainer here. Microsoft Teams is the clear winner, especially for business when it comes to communication. Um, Microsoft Teams has a very large footprint in business. Uh, there are several hundred million users now worldwide that are using Teams to be able to communicate. And frankly, in this post-COVID world, current COVID world, not exactly sure where we are, uh, this tool has proven to be the linchpin of communication for bringing us all together. And so you can sign up for a free Teams account. You don't have to be an Office 365 subscriber. So if you're looking for something just to be able to communicate with your team, guess what? You can use this. You could sign up for an account. You can then use it for screen sharing, file sharing, audio conferencing, and more. And in fact, if you're already using Office 365, guess what? It is built into every single plan. Now, why do I recommend this more than I do Microsoft or Slack? Real, frankly, it comes down to the fact that most of us are using Office 365 or Microsoft 365. The integration with Active Directory for security, the integration for SharePoint for file sharing, uh, the integration for Office for real-time collaboration really kind of make it a no-brainer. In fact, this is a tool that I have found time and time again that it's just something I have open every single day while I work. So if you're communicating with your company and you've got people working from home or in different geographic offices, this is something that's going to allow you to be able to communicate with each other like you're in the same building and it'll be fast, efficient, and really, really, really easy. Now, when it comes to external communication, my biggest recommendation is to consider using a product called Zoom. I'm sure most of you are familiar. You might be using it already. I find Zoom to be a really efficient tool for external meetings, uh, like meeting with clients, because most people have it, doesn't require any custom configuration. They probably already have the tool installed on their computer, and they're probably already roughly familiar with having to use it. Teams, you still can meet with people externally, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult, and not as many people are familiar with it. So um, both tools are pretty affordable. I'd consider having both. Now, the next tool that we're going to talk about here is going to be a tool to manage your employee expense reimbursements, and that's going to be Expensify. Uh, Expensify, in my opinion, is a no-brainer uh, for managing any sort of employee reimbursement or expense tracking. There are several different tools that do this. There's Tally, there's Concur by SAP, and there are three or four other ones that I can think of. But time and time again, Expensify proves to be the overall best solution when it comes to their technology, their mobile app, uh, their integration with banks, bank feeds, and more. It just is a simple, effective, and efficient tool to be able to use. Additionally, uh, it's free for individual use. So if you want to track your personal expenses as a consultant, or maybe you got a Schedule C taxpayer that needs to be able to track their stuff, 
This is a great tool to manage and produce those expense reports. And from a company perspective, it provides a number of really useful and effective uh, policy tools to manage compliance with respect to ensuring your people are spending money the way that your company policies are set forth. Uh, their mobile app is great. You know, as somebody who uses it pretty regularly, I'm at the airport, I go to the coffee shop, snap a picture of that receipt, done. It matches up with my credit card. My report is perfect. Uh, so if you're looking to improve your expense tracking for your organization, you should definitely check out Expensify. Alrighty. Our next product that we're going to consider is actually a website, and this website is called Ninite, N-I-N-I-T-E. And I know that sounds like a weird site, and I'm going to go ahead and just quickly cut over and show you how this site works because it's easier to show you than explain it. But in a nutshell, what Ninite allows you to do is to quickly and efficiently install all different types of commonly used applications on your website for free and there's no licensing required in almost all circumstances. So what's really cool about this site, imagine you got yourself a new computer for Christmas and it comes time you need to install, for example, let's say Google Chrome, you need to install maybe Firefox, Edge, and a whole bunch of different other applications. All you have to do is go to this website, click the buttons for the different products that you're interested in. And the reason I like to show this is that there's so many useful tools and common tools that we're using and things that are are free uh, that you can consider using and it will download them and install them all on your computer like that okay so let's just say we got this new computer we need to put on chrome firefox edge uh, this tool right here which i have a slide for in a second that i'm not going to cover but i will mention what it is this tool right here is the absolute best screenshot tool in the world if you ever have to take a screenshot of a tax return send it to somebody or an error on your computer and you get the error message this tool takes the best screenshots you can get tiny pictures you can do gif images you can do videos you can do whatever you want on it you can even get that real vnc that i told you about uh, if you want to be able to effectively control your computer from away Okay, there's tools for everything. This tool over here will take a catalog of every file on your computer and tell you the size. So it's really good if you're trying to, you know, for example, uh, reduce file storage space on your machine. You can install OneDrive, Google Drive, so on and so forth. You pick whatever products and services you want, including Zoom. You even got Spotify over here. And you just come to the bottom, you click this Get Your Nanite. And what it does is it puts this little installer on your machine. And once you run this little installer, it will automatically install those applications on your computer for you. So it just goes ahead, it runs that setup. It's going to go ahead and run here. I'm going to let it cancel just because I don't want to uh, get it. But you'll see here, it actually just installs all those applications for you directly. And so overall, it's a really efficient way to be able to manage the different applications on your computer and more. All right, folks, let's go ahead and have our first review question. And for those of you who are watching live at the moment, just go ahead and think to yourself the correct answer. You're going to do your compliance-based responses on the CPE Today website, okay? Which website is an awesome resource to find free and fantastic and useful applications for your computer? Is it Microsoft's website? Well, there are a lot of really useful websites on there and a lot of really useful applications and products, but that's not it. Is it Stripe, a great payment processing tool and service that you can use to process credit cards? 
there's not a free version of that, but it's very low cost for processing credit cards and it works efficiently. So it's not that either. Is it AWS from Amazon, Amazon Web Services? Again, lots of really useful and free tools there, but that's not the correct answer. The correct answer in this particular instance is going to be that NetEye, N-I-N-I-T-E.com, your one source, one source shop for finding all different types of great products, tools, and services, and more. Okay, now, continuing our tour and discussing different products and services, let's go ahead and switch to a platform. Lots of different platforms that you can consider using for your business. Uh, you know, and when it comes to cloud, though, in my opinion, there's really only two options. Number one option is going to be Amazon Web Services. And a number two option is going to be Microsoft Azure. They're both great. I like them both for different reasons. But in my opinion, the clear winner here is AWS. It's got the biggest, most robust cloud offering. They have the biggest footprint worldwide with state-of-the-art facilities. They have dozens and dozens of tools about just about every technology you need. It's not a beginner tool, but it is something that if you have technical familiarity and you're looking to move to the cloud, this is going to be the most effective, robust, and stable option for you. And frankly, it's something that I keep reaching for time and time again. I'll point out they've never raised their prices on any service, uh, but every single year, without a doubt, they almost always lower their prices uh, because it's got this great positive feedback loop. The more people who use it, the cheaper it becomes, the more they can get equipment. That means the price goes down over and over. And it's great for hosting a web page, hosting files, doing disaster recovery, business continuity operations for your company, and so much more. Similar services would be like Microsoft Azure, Rackspace, DigitalOcean, and others. So if you're looking to move to the cloud here, this would be the product or tool that I would consider using. Uh, in particular, their EC2, Elastic Cloud Compute product, as well as their S3 product are mwah, very good when it comes to file or computer storage. Now, let's talk about a, a mobile app. Okay, if you're out on the bout, out on the town, maybe you're out working at a client's office and you need to take a um, scan of something, don't bring your scanner anymore, especially if it's not going to be used consistently while you're in there. You know, let's just say you need to do the occasional scan. Well, what I actually end up using is my cell phone, okay? And my cell phone can be a great scanner. It's got a 12 megapixel camera inside of it. And you can actually snap a picture of a document and turn it into a PDF like that. There are three different tools I recommend that you consider using. Uh, if you have, for example, the full version of Adobe Acrobat DC, guess what? That also includes licensing for the mobile handset. And you can use the Adobe Acrobat scanner app and create scans right from the scan app on your phone from right inside of Adobe Acrobat. Now, if you're using Microsoft Teams, you can actually do it right inside of Teams or OneDrive and SharePoint as well. You can scan something directly in. That's usually where I actually tend to use it the most. And if you're not using any of those, another really cool tool is called Scanner Pro. And it's actually got a couple of additional features and functions for larger volume of scans. But this particular tool is, is so helpful because with this mobile handset, I've got that portable scanner right in the palm of my hand. And I don't have to bring that external scanner when I go to do that client engagement anymore. If I'm just scanning the rep letter or the 8879, I actually just use my phone. And in fact, I've got a big scanner right here behind me in the library and I end up using my cell phone most of the time just because it's easier to configure and use. 
So lots of features and functions in all of these applications, whichever one you choose to use, uh, I think you'll have a pretty good experience with. All right. So moving quite along here, we've covered a lot of products and tools and services here. Let's go ahead and talk about another one. And I just want to mostly introduce this topic to you. And if you're interested in this, maybe you check out one of the Power BI courses that we have on CPE today. But the absolute go-to tool for reporting these days is going to be Microsoft Power BI. Now, Power BI is a business intelligence reporting tool, and you can take data from anywhere, Excel, spreadsheets, uh, streaming data sets, on-premise data sets, and so much more, okay? You could take that data and you can turn it into dashboards, reports, and get real-time information to drive data-driven decision-making for your organization. And what's awesome about this is that Power BI is both useful at an individual level as well as at an organization level. You can use it for big reporting projects as well as small reporting projects. And in fact, if you're already using Microsoft Excel and you feel pretty comfortable in that, Power BI, it's a no-brainer. In fact, a lot of the functionality for the advanced features of Excel like Power Pivot and Power Query are shared between those applications and it'll just work for you. Now, Power BI, what makes it really great is that there's also dozens of native integrations to common tools that you're already using. Uh, there are tools, for example, out to QuickBooks Online. So if you happen to be using QBO to manage your books and records, you can natively pull that data from QBO directly into Power BI and create beautiful financial dashboards right inside the application that will give you exactly what you're looking for and more. And so it works with Google Analytics, it works with Excel, it works with a variety of different database servers. And guess what? You can also use whatever type of database you'd like. So as long as whatever you're working with either has an API, an application programming interface, or it has a uh, um, the ability to be able to connect to the database using ODBC, Open Database Connectivity, guess what? You can pull that data and you can create reports from it. Uh, what's fabulous about this is that you can take data from anywhere. So let's say, for example, you take data from, um, you know, your accounting records, and then you take sales data, you take HR data, you can put it all next to each other, and you can essentially see sales and utilization and essentially efficiency of staff all next to each other. You can create whatever type of reports you'd like and using whatever type of visualization you'd like. Uh, there are bar charts, pie charts. You can do KPI indicators. You can do leaderboards for sales. You can do different types of mapping. Uh, one of my personal favorites is to do heat maps and other types of geospatial analytics. You can do that all right inside the application. You can even use it to create matrix and tables as well. Although I will point out this is a tool better suited for uh, aggregation reporting and, you know, kind of reporting in mass than it is really kind of designed for, uh, let's say getting into the weeds. You wouldn't use this, for example, to produce a balance sheet or an income statement, but think more management reports and think what a organization might use to effectively make management decisions on a regular basis. So often we talk about right place, right time. You know, we often leave off the last part ready. Uh, this is going to ensure that you get the right information to the right people in the right time, and they're going to be ready to make a data-driven decision. Now, the last thing and the kicker with this that I'm going to leave you with, it's also a free tool. 
F-R-E-E. It's free for individual use. You can go to powerbi.com right now, download a copy of it and start using it. They offer a free desktop application. They offer a free web service that you can use and a free mobile app. And if you're using it just for yourself, you don't intend on sharing data, it'll be free forever. Almost all features are available both in the free and paid version. The paid version, the big distinguishing characteristic is in the paid version, you get the ability to share data with other people. Uh, so if you're looking to create a report and share it with your team, that's going to be the method and manner that you're going to have to do to do that. Alrighty, so that's a little bit about Power BI. Let's switch to another category of products that we might want to consider using. And these are going to be integration tools. Sometimes these tools are referred to as integration platform as a service or an iPaaS tool. And what these tools do is that they allow you to be able to take data from one place and send it somewhere else in an automatic method. Now, there are three major tools that you need to be familiar with. There's a tool called If This Then That or If It. There's a tool called Zapier or Zapier and a tool called Power Automate, sometimes referred to as Flow. Now, if it is a great tool for personal, home, Internet of Things, and other types of projects that maybe you would use in your home life, where both Zapier and Power Automate, they're going to be more business focused, both with lots of different integration and touch points to common applications that you're using on a regular basis. And they both work exceptionally well. Now, these tools, as I mentioned, they're what we refer to as a trigger in action tool. Meaning there is a trigger, something happens, and then something goes and does something else somewhere else for you. And so a trigger could be really kind of anything. It could be the creation of a customer. It could be issuing of an invoice. It could be payment of that invoice. It could be receiving of an email. It could be hiring of a new staff and more. When these tools see a trigger occur, they will initiate a series of actions in other systems. And it could be, for example, Zapier sees that you've created an, an invoice inside of QuickBooks. Well, it then goes and pushes that invoice to your sales system. Or it sees, for example, you created a new customer or contact record inside of HubSpot, your CRM. It then goes and creates that record in all the other systems that you happen to be using. Now, what's great is that it doesn't require a tremendous amount of technical expertise. All the configurations done either on a mobile handset, like on a mobile app, or it's being done on a web page using whatever your favorite browser is. And it's a great option for considering integration inside your company and getting started with different options. Now these tools can be used in any number of directions. They range from free to pay, just depending on what version you're using. Um, out of all of them, though, I would probably say for business use, especially if you happen to be using uh, Microsoft products, my personal favorite would be Microsoft Power Automate. However, if you're using a lot of diverse products and a lot of different integration points, well, you can't go wrong with Zapier. The biggest thing that Zapier has going for it, it's got a killer user interface. It's really easy to use, and it's got over three thousand different integrated products. So, I mean, it is incredible with respect to how you can use it. And it's something that I use quite often. And so this can allow you to be able to push and pull data from, let's say, Google Drive to Microsoft Outlook to an Excel workbook to a database and just about everywhere in between. All right, folks, let's go ahead and have our second review question. Which of the following is considered a trigger in action integration tool? Okay, is it Microsoft Access? Is it Microsoft Excel? Is it Microsoft Power BI? Nope, it is none of those. The correct answer, again, is Microsoft Power Automate. So, if this, then that, if it, Power Automate or Zapier are going to be the ones that you might want to use. 
Alrighty, so we're rounding third base. We're going to do a couple more uh, examples here. We'll be wrapping up in about 10 minutes or so, and then we'll make myself available for any questions you might have. But let's go ahead and talk about a couple of browser extensions, and then I'm going to mention some uh, killer hardware and backup that you might want to consider. Now, with respect to your browser extensions, uh, what you need to know is that the internet browser, the modern internet browser, and I'm really talking about Google Chrome or Microsoft Edge, it's integral to everybody's workflow and it's integral to everybody's application stack. And frankly, these two applications are probably what I end up using 99% of the time for virtually all projects. And it used to be that if something ran in browser or was on the web, it was considered cheap. And that's frankly, not the case anymore. You know, there's more applications running as a native website than not. And they work great. They work really effectively for uh, how they operate. And so there are lots of different products and tools that you can actually install inside of either Chrome or Edge to extend the underlying functionality of that application. And I don't really have a strong preference one way or the other. I tend to use both of these tools interchangeably. Uh, but I do recommend that you use one or both of these products and tools. Now, a couple of the extensions that I would tell you to consider using first and foremost would be a password manager and multi-factor authentication. A password manager is going to be a tool that can manage your password process, creating passwords, storing passwords, and recalling them. When it comes to this product, personally, I don't think you can go wrong with LastPass. It's a killer application, gives you great uh, features and functions. Uh, it's secure, it's robust, and the multi-factor authentication is built right into the tool. And so if you're looking to manage your ever-growing list of passwords, definitely check this product out. I think you'll find it works very effectively for you. Now, another tool you can also consider using is a tool to more effectively manage your security. And if we look at major attack types and vectors for where malware and ransomware can come into your organization, it's going to be either through email or it's going to be through your browser and clicking on something you shouldn't have clicked on. Well, I would strongly recommend you have some sort of browser management tool to suppress, minimize, and remove unwanted content and potentially malicious code. And the best one out there is uBlock Origin. Uh, what this particular product and tool will do is that it will block all different types of unwanted content or malicious code uh, running on a website. In fact, if you go to a website, let's say like New York Times or Yahoo, running this tool, you won't see a single advertisement anywhere on the page. It does a killer job of just ensuring that the user only sees what they're supposed to see. And for me, this is like an immediate, you know, add to any computer that I happen to be used because I like to think I'm pretty good about not clicking on things I shouldn't click on, but I'm not perfect. So if you'd like to suppress any sort of unwanted advertisements, any sort of uh, ads uh, for, your, for your company so that you just don't see them or potentially, again, remove any unwanted malware, this is a great tool for making your browser more secure. Now, another tool you're probably going to find that you don't know how you live without is a tool to assist with your writing. For me, I'm writing all day, every day. I write a ton of email. I write courses. I write uh, books and more of the like. And making sure that I sound correct and accurate, free of grammatical spelling, context, and poor vocabulary errors, well, there's a tool you just got to have. It's called Grammarly. Grammarly corrects over 250 different types of mistakes from spelling errors and grammar to more, let's say, advanced errors like word choice in a sentence. Uh, it can help you make mistake free uh, emails on Gmail 
and Outlook and Word. Uh, there's a free tool that you can install for your computer to give you a uh, basically an AI-driven uh, auto spell check tool. Uh, and it's really killer with respect to what it does. It does an incredible job. Uh, I've always used the, the free version. The paid version gives you additional things that it can check and, and review. But I've always found that the free version, which does about 60 things, is most of the things that I would normally have mistakes with. You know, forgetting a comma, using the wrong choice of word or spelling. You're going to find that this particular tool does a much better job at correcting those issues than the native spell check error inside your computer. All right, we're coming almost towards the end here. We've got one more review question here in a moment. But before we go, I want to mention a couple of backware backup solutions as well as a couple of my favorite hardware solutions. Now, the best time to create a backup plan for your organization will always be yesterday. But if it's not yesterday, hopefully it will be today. Backup is absolutely essential. You need multiple copies, at least three copies of a file to be considered robust and secure and for it to be considered a complete backup. And there are lots of different options that you can consider using. Okay. Um, and it really comes down to, you're probably going to want not one, but two different options. You're going to want a file level backup solution and a file level backup solution is going to be something that will back up individual files to the cloud and potentially to the other devices inside of your uh, computing group. There's lots of different tools that are out there. They all frankly do the same thing and they all work really well. Google drive, Dropbox, box.net. My personal reference you guessed it, is probably a Microsoft product. Not because I'm a Microsoft shareholder, but because of the power of the 365 ecosystem. And for OneDrive, it's a killer app. It's built right into Windows 11, Windows 10. It works incredibly efficiently. And every user gets a terabyte of storage by default. All these other solutions are often 100 gigabytes or less. I just don't see the point of using another service when this works incredibly well. It's 10 times the amount of storage and it's built already into something I'm paying for. So OneDrive is a great option for you and it's really robust. You might want to consider some sort of whole system backup product as well. Uh, services like this are going to be like Carbonite or CrashPlan. And what these do is they back up the entire computer and every single little bitty file inside of it. They're automatic. They don't really require a lot to maintain. My personal recommendation is that you consider a service such as CrashPlan. Uh, CrashPlan runs about 10 bucks per user per month, sorry, 10 bucks per computer per month. And it will do a cloud-based backup of your server, of your personal workstation and more. Uh, it has great ransomware protection and other things to prevent uh, in the event of something nasty happening that you can recover your data and be able to come back in. Uh, it's available both on Mac and PC and it works really effectively. And again, you're going to want to have multiple options in the event of a disaster because you never know with ransomware. It could delete the backups if they're only done locally. You could have, for example, a USB backup that you've done on a hard drive only to find out it wasn't actually working correctly and failed or more. So I would encourage you have at least one cloud-based backup solution. If not two, you're going to want to consider a whole computer backup solution as well as an individual file level backup solution. Alrighty, let's finish with just a couple of my favorite hardware pieces that you might want to consider, and I'll go through these quickly. My absolute favorite hardware hack of 2021 is this device called a Stream Deck. And a Stream Deck is a external uh, keyboard that is essentially a hotkey keyboard. Uh, I've got one actually sitting right here on my computer. And for this particular product and service, here it is, okay? 
It just basically sits on my computer and each of these buttons represent a different action on my computer. Um, and you can use this and create hotkeys and actions for virtually any application you, you use. And so why I love it is that at a glance, I can essentially access all my common applications, features, and more. And you could press a button and trigger actions like in Excel or to locate company files or to program more complicated stuff like in my case, I've automated all of my time entry to Clockify with using this particular tool. I love it so much, I actually bought it for every person in my company just for the time and billing automation. If you can hit a button, you can bill a client. And I found that it is indispensable to my workflow now. These range anywhere from about $75 to $250, depending on the size. Personally, I recommend the XL, the 36 key version. I found this to be the best of the bunch because once you start using it, you're going to realize you want more buttons. And I've created workflows for just about every walk of life and every application that I end up using. Now, this next recommendation actually comes courtesy of my beautiful and talented wife, who is our director of marketing. Uh, I was watching her work one day while we were in our RV traveling. And uh, I noticed that she, she had this really cool dongle that all of her uh, external applications for her laptop were plugged in. I was blown away. I was like, man, that is really cool. She had her monitors, everything else plugged into it. And I asked her how much they cost. And she's like, oh, it was like 30 bucks. I was like, that's why you're the smart one in our relationship. Get me one of those things. And so I would recommend if you don't have one uh, for your laptop, these USB-C hub dongles that you can get now with USB uh, uh, ports on them, smart card ports on them. Often they'll come with HDMI ports and network ports. They're fantastic. And in one um, connector, you can unplug and plug in your laptop and you won't plug in a whole bunch of other stuff. I love it now. This is an indispensable part of my kit for traveling. You can find them anywhere from 30 to 100 bucks, and I think they'll work really well for you. Last option for you is going to be better internet access. Um, you know, unfortunately, most internet here is an oligopoly, depending on where you're living, with one or maybe two options. And if you're not happy with your internet provider, well, maybe it's time to look to the stars. Uh, Starlink, which is a product of the company SpaceX, is a new internet service provider offering internet access all throughout North America and Western Europe. And it comes terrestrially. It comes from low Earth orbit satellites. And speeds at the minimum range from 50 megabits all the way up to 350 megabits. Unfortunately, it's not very widely available yet, but it will be game-changing if you happen to be in a more rural community or you're a mobile user and you're struggling with stuff like Zoom or Teams or even, frankly, streaming something on Netflix. Uh, equipment runs about 500 bucks. Monthly service is 100 bucks with no data cap. And again, I think it'll be game-changing for anybody who has limited internet access. So see if your community is eligible. Go to space, sorry, that's starlink.com and check your address to see if they're offering service in your area. Let's go ahead and have one final review questions and then we will go ahead and wrap up for the day. So which data automation tool would generally be best suited for business or organization projects? Would it be if this, then that, Zapier or Power Automate? Well, as I said prior, the correct answer here would either be Zapier or Power Automate. Both of those are fabulous options. Both work incredibly effectively and well. Uh, you can use them for all different manners of accounting systems, payroll solutions, spreadsheets, database, and more. And if you're looking to turbocharge your integration and data sharing, improve, improve efficiency and effectiveness, this is a fabulous tool to consider using.
Now, folks, that does bring us to the end of our presentation. But before we go, I have a couple of things to remind you. Again, if you're watching live today and you want CPE credit, and I hope you do, very simply, after watching or listening, give us a little bit of time to make sure we get it all up and running. Head on over to cpetoday.com and find this course. You can either search for Hot Tech Tools or use course code HTTP. Go ahead and use that code uh, to find the course. And then once you're there, go ahead and put that course into your shopping cart. And at checkout, use the coupon code AAFREECREDIT. And using that will bring the price down to zero and you will have the copy of this course. And once you're in that course, you'll take a short five question quiz and then you can go ahead and download your certificate. Additionally, you can watch a copy of our presentation. We'll have a, a copy of this up here shortly uh, that you can watch for your own. You can also download a copy of the presentation materials. So if you'd like to maybe spend a little bit more time hearing what I'm talking about with specific products and services, you can download a copy of this PDF from there and look at it. And our accreditation is done through our sister company, K2 Enterprises. Now, in addition to today's credit, you can get a second credit, two credits, okay? Go ahead and pick another class, specifically a podcast course. Use coupon code ONEFREEPODCAST to check out, and you will get not one, but two credits for watching, uh, for being here today. Now, I just want to say thank you so much for your time and attention. If you like our content, if you like this manner, I'm producing a podcast twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Um, I'm just in it for the likes and subs. So if you happen to like this kind of content, I would love for you to consider reaching out and connecting with us on social media. You can find us just about everywhere as CPE Today, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. And for our podcast, it's produced free, F-R-E-E, twice a week. Uh, and you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and others. Again, watch for free, listen for free. And if you need the credits, you can always head over to cpetoday.com and you can get credits for watching or listening podcasts. But twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11, uh, we're producing content for everything from Excel to analytics to recent news and tax and accounting and more. So check us out. If you have any questions or comments, I'd love to know what they are. You can always reach out to me directly. My email is steve at deadmatics.io. You can follow me on Twitter or connect with me on LinkedIn. So if you have anything, I'm always here for you. It's been my absolute pleasure and honor. I'm going to go ahead and hand the presentation back over to Tom, who will go ahead and wrap us up for the day. Absolutely. Love questions from the audience. Sure. Absolutely. There are many different great options for routers. And what's wonderful is, is that it's never been a better time to consider getting a router. The biggest reason is, is that uh, there's new Wi-Fi standards, specifically uh, the Wi-Fi 6E. And there are a bunch of different devices that you can consider getting. And my particular recommendation would be the Orbeez from Netgear. And you could pick these up directly from, uh, or, uh, directly from Netgear themselves. But my actual recommendation is to go to Costco because Costco almost always has these in stock. Uh, for the uh, local warehouse. And so, 
So here's what they look like. I actually have these inside my house. I've got them in my parents' house. Uh, and I'm not sure if this is the 6 or the 6E. I'm not even sure if they have the 6E. 6E is the latest standard that came out. But most of you will probably be fine with just the 6 as well. And this comes in at a pretty reasonable price. And what's really great about these, these are mesh-based devices, meaning uh, you can put two of them in and it's going to extend the Wi-Fi using the mesh network, uh, not an extender, which is an important distinction. And it will work really effectively, especially if you have more than about a thousand square feet. If you go to Costco, usually these come in for a three pack and that's what we have in our house. We have one uh, in the living room, one in the kitchen, one in the garage. It provides whole home Wi-Fi, in this case, up to 7,500 square feet, and they work really well. And that's what this mesh does, is that it essentially takes that connection and it spreads it across a whole network. And, and I'm sorry, across a whole home. Uh, but that would be my personal recommendation. I've had them for years. I've upgraded multiple times, and they've always worked well for me. Thank you for your question. Sure. Great question there. Thank you so much for asking that. And, you know, frankly, unfortunately, with respect to most budgeting software, it is really uh, limited in terms of the different options that you have out there. And it's mostly just due to the fact that uh, budgeting is such an intimate process for most organizations. And it is something that uh, varies widely uh, between different organizations in terms of what you could do. There are a couple of different options you might want to consider. And I'm actually going to point you to a website here in a second uh, that uh, you can go ahead and you can find some more. Uh, but probably the, the two off the top of my head, if you're not going to do a um, uh, like an Excel-based approach, would be either Budget Maestro or a company called Profix, uh, both of which have a very, very good reputation. Uh, Profix is going to work everything from small business all the way up to Fortune 500. Budget Maestro is definitely going to be more... Um, let's say call it consumer small business type tool than you're going to find. Now, one resource I'd love to share with you is accountingsoftwareworld.com. This is run by my good friend and colleague and co-author Randy Johnston, uh, who's the man with the plan, the person that knows more about accounting systems and software than any person I have ever known in my entire life with encyclopedic knowledge of every product. He puts together this website, accountingsoftwareworld.com, with objective third-party reviews on a number of different applications. We test these things regularly. And you can find stuff by different solution and industry. And if you come on over here into our uh, specific software solutions section, there's a section over here on our solution chart. And you can go ahead and you can read through the different types of products that are out there and how many users are intended for. Is it an entry-level product? Is it an SMB? And we don't have reviews for every single product, but a lot of them we do. And if you look through here, you can find some different app applications specifically for budgeting. Okay. So hopefully that helps you. Hopefully that points you in the right direction. And you can always reach out to me if you have additional questions on that.
Thank you. Are we, do we still have attendees?